You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Talking League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we are a weekly NRL fantasy podcast, I'm your host TK, big shout out to Bruce Buffer for recording our new intro, big shout out to him, we are full strength, and even a little bit more than that tonight, but let's introduce the crew, g'day Andy, how are you mate? Yeah, I'd say super strength, this is great, I'm feeling good guys, how are yeah. we all? Absolutely, Corbs, g'day mate, we just heard that, a little rumour you're trying to grow your hair back mate. Uh, yeah, everyone's going for lockdown cuts, but I might go for lockdown grow. <laughs> <laughs> and introducing, we've got Jamie Brown from NRL Fantasy Analysis, aka the heartbreak kid himself. G'day, mates. <laughs> Here he is. Thanks, guys. Good to be back for a few months. Nah, it's been great, mates. Good, good to have you back because we've got plenty to talk about. Four weeks to go, boys. More, more and more news. Jason Tamulolo rubbed out pretty much for the season today. Gus being Perfect. suspended. Reed rubbed out for the season. No one's got trades but Jamie. So we got, yeah. We, yeah. that's why we got Jamie <laughs> on here. Yeah, how, how are you talking about anything? <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why we brought you on, mate. So yeah. it's a perfect time for some people to actually take advice from someone with actual trades. So Have you actually all got zero? <laughs> got zero. I haven't had zero. I've had zero uh, for the last three weeks. Wow. Yeah, I've got one. In, but not after this week. Is that done yeah, after this week? No, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm using I'll, it I'll this week. So basically, just uh, basing our podcasts on narratives. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if I had trades, I'd be able to do this. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'd get Cleary back in three weeks. Yeah. All right. Nah, no, nah, he's done. Ladies and gentlemen, on the yeah. show tonight, we'll be ripping through all the burning issues as we usually do. Thank you to everyone that's sent in all the social media questions as well. Some ripper ones in there for us to cover tonight. But boys, let's kick in burning questions now. This is probably for you, Corby, because I know you got both gentlemen here now. Uh, Urgent trades. Angus Crichton versus Jamie, J- Jason Tamulolo. Having a look at the pair, Jamie, I'll kick off with you. Let's Out of those two, giving Corbs and everyone else out there with pretty much 90% of teams with these two guys, who would be your more urgent trade out? Well, I feel like, is, do we think Lolo is a two to three weeks? I don't know if reckons. So I suppose for Crichton, you'd only get one week out of him. Is that right? He took the three. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. Yeah, so if, you got, if you're only going to get one week out of him, there's a chance that Lolo comes back in a couple and, yeah, there could be a million more injuries and suspensions, so you probably just have to keep Lolo. And Crichton's, what, 100K more expensive, so you can use that extra money. Um, good replacements. I suppose, like, straight replacements, Cam Murray would be a, would be a nice one, a um, little bit more expensive, but he'd be a, he'd be a good idea. And then, obviously, just this, the standard guys, if you don't have Papali'i Haas. Yep. Um, even Madison is a nice little straight swap. Um, if you're just looking in sort of that mid or edge space, um, there you guys, there's other guys, Josh Jackson and stuff. They're all going to do a job for you. I wouldn't be too stressed about, you know, who you'd pick out of those guys. So that'd be my suggestions. Nice. Corbs, moving to you. Who would be, who, what's your, on your initial thoughts right now in terms of the Crichton and Lolo trade, mate? Well, it seems like Todd Payton's just picking hats, uh, names and positions out of a hat up there for the Cowboys. 
And on a, yeah, with the Lolo at second row, which seems like he's going to go with, I'm sort of thinking just punting him. And then you've got one good game out of Crichton to finish off with. Yep. Um, it's risky, but oh, yeah, I think I'm in this position. I think I'm just going to go the Murray. But yeah, all the names that Jamie mentioned, you could even maybe cheeky Leilua. I know that I'm sort of doing an Andy there talking up a draft, but he's been getting plenty of ball lately, and their run isn't too bad. Yeah. I think I think the certainty part about Crichton actually playing one game compared to, who knows, Lolo even maybe missing more than two or three weeks. Andy, what's your thoughts on this, mate? Yeah, I was keen to see JT on, on the edge again with other edge game on his belt, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen for a while. And when he comes back, he's come back from injury. So I'm with Corbs there. Given Angus Corrin is only suspended, he comes back and has that impact um, straight 80-minute performance, whereas JT is going to come back a little bit underdone. So, yeah, I think he's the sell for me. And, yeah, it's just a basic Murray or, or Madison. Um, I think it's just too risky to sort of put up a little bit of a pod uh, in Josh Curran, but, but you never know. Hmm. He could be a bit of a, a random sort of um, uh, late push pod for a random couple of scores. Yeah, Corbs, I can't you know, believe yeah. Corbs, I can't believe you can actually fit that because you had a little bit of extra cash in the, the bank account. So that's worked out really, really nicely for you. So I think that's the, the way you have to go. But if you didn't and you were probably 100 grand down, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but you know the guy that you probably should pick up? Tino. Oh, oh wow. I thought you were going to say Connor Watson. Nah. <laughs> oh. do, you know what, do you know what Tino's averaging since Fafita went to the bench? 55? 58. He's, he's playing good Close. footy. He's playing real good footy. But the only thing is, I do put a disclaimer out, he did play against the Dragons, Dogs and Cowboys. So he's got a much Ooh. tougher draw ahead <laughs> against Souths, Storm, Knights and Warriors, three top eight teams. So maybe it was... Big know, minutes, eh? Hey? Yeah, yeah, huge minutes. Ever since, it's been something like over 60 minutes every single game. So yeah, just I'm not saying to do it. I'm just saying just if you want a little bit of a difference... There's yeah. that narrative so building. Narrative. <laughs> Massive narrative building, but yeah, but uh, yeah, hundred percent. If you got, you can do Cam Murray, do Cam Murray. So I think that's the safe bet, don't you reckon, boys? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm already building narratives for next year with like, oh, yeah, four <laughs> rounds to go. If we can get, if we can get this guy to have a few more lower scores, we'll get him cheap next year, and everyone's loving. <laughs> yeah, nice. We'll definitely talk about. I tell you what about cheap ones. Actually, it's great that you brought that up, Jamie, because I'll I'll just kind of skip a few questions and I'll go to who presents best value out of Callum Ponga at five ninety k, Ryan Puppenhausen at five thirty eight, and Val Holmes at five thirty two k. So that's a great kind of lead up to that because there's a good chance that Ryan Puppenhausen next year if he continues on this bench will start somewhere it could go as low as mid 300s for us to pick him up next year when he actually starts again but just presenting on these three guys who do you see as the most value leading into the into the finals here man not even close eh? (laughs) you pay the extra 60 for Ponga he's not going to score any lower than what 48 50 and then he's got the ceiling of 60, 65. So, and they have a pretty nice draw. Paps on the bench, Val's Val. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Ponga would be nice if he was goal kicking, would get us an extra 10 points for sure. But Andy. He'll be nice and cheap next year, too. Yeah. Andy, for you, who's your thoughts on these ones? Well, speaking of narrative building, we usually always talk about positive narrative <laughs> building. If if you asked me last year, uh, Caelan Ponga, Ryan Pappenhausen, and Valentine Holmes, were in about 40k of each other at 500 in between 500 and 600k. <laughs> I'll be telling you to go bloody 
take a hike. That's, that's <laughs> unbelievable that these players are in that same vicinity. Yeah, I think uh, it's definitely Ponga there. He's just got the high ceiling. Um, I know he hasn't really had a couple of good scores lately, but the, the nice front home is just too easy. Um, Pappy with the whole Heinz dilemma. I just can't. Until Pappy's starting in the fullback position, even then you don't know if he's going to play 80. So I think it's he's in a void until he's in that position. Uh, and Holmes seems to be on a bit of a pattern at the moment. One good game, one bad game, one good game. And next week he's due for his bad game. So Can I, can I write a, a narrative? You know he's hit 50 yeah, plus. <laughs> I'm going to go against you, Andy. He's hit 50 plus in five of his last seven games. He's also hit 23 and 24. That was in round, like, the first 10. He's actually in pretty good form, and he's pretty much the only Cowboy actually playing at their level. He was good last Sunday, really good. And he's a goal kicker as well, even though they don't score points. I guess that he's the only goal kicker that you probably can't say is a goal kicker getting points. But So, so if, you, if, you, if you did have one trade... Oh, hell no. <laughs> but if I, was, if I had my 32 trades left, I would definitely get him. You um, you've talked, you've talked him up all year though, TK. Yeah. Val, yeah, you've been on the Val train all year. Yeah, because it's, it's in his draft. Yeah, yeah. Draft. Uh, that's yeah. why. <laughs> Trying to get someone to actually buy him from me for cheap. <laughs> Corby, yeah, keep tu- tune in, mate. Uh, you know, you had this dilemma <laughs> last week, and I don't think you can do the trade anymore because you obviously got burned in other areas. But if you could, is Pong your first choice out of these three? Yeah, I think he's pretty clear winner. Pappy's not even coming in the conversation with his bloody two-for-one deal. Fullback special down at Melbourne. <laughs> Holmes Holmes is all right, though. I, I don't mind him, but, yeah, Ponga's just with that ceiling. That, that draw, he's got a, he's going to hit 100 in one of those, I reckon. Yeah. Bold prediction. All right, moving on. Reed Marnie, unfortunately, rubbed out for the rest of the season. Nice little replacement in Joey Lussick. I'll, start, I'll keep with you, Corbs. You know, 349K. I want you, all three of you to project and kind of your thoughts on, on Joey Lussick. Why don't you start first? Give me your projection for the rest of the season for Joey Lussick. Well, with Ray Stone there, I don't think he's going to get the full 80. He'll be looking at that 60 minutes. And he had the round 15 with Roche, who he got 58 minutes and he got the 41 points. So... I'm sort of predicting he'll get that 60 minutes for the 40 to 50 points. Um, yeah, the only reason I'd suggest going to him would be, and Andy touched on this on the Sunday, is downgrade him to then get a big dog as well. Like it'd be a two two yeah. trader, but <laughs> who has two trades? So that <laughs> might not be an option. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I think that was a question later on actually with uh, from one of the audience going a Joey Lussick and then a Cleary. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind that. And the good thing is Panthers play second game, so you can get a look to see if he comes in, which I don't think he will. Um, but Turbo could be another big name that you downgrade Lussick for one player and then upgrade to a Turbo. Yeah. Projection? Number? 45. Nice. I like that. Jamie, moving to you, you're someone with actual trades, so you can actually put this to work. <laughs> What's yeah, your... it's interesting. One. It was, um, it's not Ray Stone. It's Will Smith, by the way. Yeah, so I say stones on the on the inner chat on the um, reserve. He might come in, but um, uh, yeah, I suppose the question is, do you think he's going to get eighty? And there's probably mm, there's a good chance, but if he does, then he's definitely going to be worse, and he's going to yeah, he's, he'll score fifty plus, which a lot of our players aren't at the moment anyway. Um, but yeah, I think that's the best way. If he can go down down to him and up to um, a DCE, or if you haven't got. Jerome, Jerome Hughes. Like, we've got a lot of guys that are 700K marks. So if he allows you to go down to him and up to, like, a Hughes or DC or something, then that's the way to go, I reckon. But, 
yeah, he'll score well enough, and we'll go with forty-eight as average. Ooh, well, you do. You kind of sound like you might be pulling his strategy this week. Is am I uh, on the right? I've got way? the seventy-seven hundred K guys. Like, <laughs> I think I've got five seven hundred K players I need to trade with two or uh, three trades left. So I think I'm just going to go just straight swaps. Nice. All right, Andy, my man, this is your team. You tell me, how's he going to go for the rest of the year? And give me a projection. I think uh, maybe not this first game he won't play 80, but I reckon he'll play 80 for uh, the rest of the season. Um, Will Smith, he's a good player, but he's, I think he's just there for backup because we've had a, there has been a few injuries where he's come in on uh, play on the bench, or sorry, on center or in the halves, but mm. I think he's just there for cover. I don't think he's there to relieve um, Lusick. Played two 80-minute games this, week, this year already and scored two 60-plus scores. So I'm going to go out of limb and say he'll play um, 80, maybe not next this week, but I reckon 50-plus um, from him, which is good for that price, I think. 50-plus? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to put a, a actual but, number, like 53, like or a high 50s? 50, I'll go 53 because, to tell you what, he's going to be doing a lot of defending. Um, yeah. And with Parramatta's one-outs attack, which is – Absolutely disgusting, and it's turning me off watching them. Um, they're not going to be making it up the field. There's going to be plenty of defending from him. So, yeah, I think 53 points yeah. average. I wouldn't knock you. They were the draw of Manly, Cowboys, Storm, and Penrith, and him averaging 44 tackles in his starting games. I think you're you onto something. I think he could easily do some high 40s like like Jamie said. Even, it'll, it'll definitely average somewhere between 45 and 55. I know we're ranging it a little bit, but... <laughs> yeah. I think but as soon as there's going to be an injury, then he plays 80. Like you, you can see, you can play it, which is good. So yeah, so I think it's a safe bet at 340. You're not going to lose with him, no. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, TK, he has done it before in Super League, and he's he has played them actually those pretty high quality games in the past. So he's yeah. got the ability to do it. He's got more in big games. He's got more like experience than Reed Money does. He's been in a Challenge Cup Grand Final. He's been to a. Super League Grand Final, so He's, he'd say he has more experience than the whole Parrot because they haven't had much. <laughs> it looks much like fans in the finals, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can have him around for a barbecue, Corby. <laughs> uh, I love Vaughny. I love this. All right, next question is uh, this: two gun fullbacks going really, really well right now, and their team's traveling quite nicely. That's Latrell Mitchell versus James Tedesco. Jamie, I'll start with you. Do you have both of these guys? And I want to know, run home, who are you projecting higher? I grabbed Teddy, I think, three weeks ago, and he's gone, what, 80, 80, 50-odd or something. Huge. So yeah. Um, that's where I think I think he'll, he'll score just, a little, let's say, five points more than Latrell. And we'll go with a 60 to 55 are going to be the two averages. Um, I just see I just see a big one from Latrell out of the four. I see an 80 or 90, but I see a couple of 40s yeah, and, yeah, a, and sure. a 60. Um, is the call. Um, I think I feel like Teddy has to play the rest of the year. If, if they're a chance of you know, getting the four, are they or no? Oh, they're mathematically, but you think Manly versus and Paraguay do it. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking if they were a good chance of the four, he'd definitely play every game. They might try and rest him one. That's probably the only worry. It's like, do you think either one of them is going to get rested? And maybe, I don't know, is Latrell more chance of getting rested? I don't know. They're probably both the same chance. Yeah. Do you think Trent Robinson's kind of shown he's, you know, he's resting here at Hargraves today? I think he's kind of showing that if they do fall away, that he might rest Teddy. That might be a bit of an issue, especially Ooh. if you don't have wing fullbacks. Yeah, that's 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 the worry. But I suppose they both have that chance of being rested. So yeah, Andy, you've got Teddy. Your favorite. <laughs> you got Teddy. Do you have Latrell? You did have Latrell, didn't you? I did earlier, but I sold him. Um, I think it was over the Origin period. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Teddy's pedigree gets him over here. 
He's in his last eight games, he's only hit one score under fifty points, which is pretty consistent for him. Uh, whereas Latrell has hit six, <laughs> we had to be two thirties oh, wow. and a twenty-four. So, yeah, I yeah, know. I think the the fact is, um, uh, <clears throat> sorry, the fact we said is uh, Teddy, he has a lot bigger role to play because he's got all these injuries. So he's the sort of man to to, to play the Roosters. He's that sort of go-to guy. Whereas Latrell can afford to sit back with all the weapons he has. And he has in those, like you said, those games where he scored 24 and 30s, he hasn't had to sort of put the, uh, the pedal to the metal because he's he can just sit back to win him by 40 or odd. You don't need to sort of um, go hard if you're already winning by 40. So I think um, I think Teddy wins there. Yeah, I think you make a good point, Eddie. Souths remind me of the dream team, like back in like the 92, 96 when they had Jordan and everyone. They just pick and choose who wants to be the main man on the day. But that's yeah. the biggest concern for me because you know they're going to put points on, but like Jamie mentioned, you're probably going to get one where he hits 80, 90, 20, 40, 60, because they share around who wants to be like the main dude. So there's so much firepower. Corbs, we've been talking them up for probably the last four weeks, though. What's your thoughts on this Teddy versus Latrell scenario? Yeah, well, the, the Roosters are sitting equal fourth at the moment, and Eagles are actually one win behind them. You look at their draw, Broncos, Dragons, Rabbits would be their tough game, and then Raiders. Uh, so, yeah, they've well and truly got a, a chance at making that top four. And we've sort of spoken about it. It's not so much the home final or anything. It's just that second shot, the safety um, finishing the top four. So he, he has been super busy and it's almost coincided with Jamie bringing him in probably the last four weeks. Yeah. Um, he's he's just like back to that busy Teddy. And with their players falling like flies, he's um, – He's getting in there and taking early carries and then he's always pushing up sort of in support. He's nearly always the bloke to get the offload. So I just think, yeah, Latrell will coast and, and he'll have those just super sort of um, super plays out in the left. But then at times can also just, yeah, sit back like you boys have said and watch the other five or six guns in their team tear up uh, the defense. Mm. Hey, Jamie, can you pick up? Can you pick up another one of my players so they go well as well? Tell <laughs> <laughs> you which one. <laughs> uh, pick up. Uh, you got Reese Walsh. Yeah, you don't. You don't have Fog, Chn, uh, Crichton, Reed Marnie. Who else? Who else have I got? Who else is not playing? Nah. Lolo. You don't have any of them, do you? <laughs> no, no, unfortunately, no. So hey, everyone has Walsh. It's not going to matter. He's trying to get trades from you, mate. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You really need to be able to buy trades in general fantasy. It would be the best hey, thing ever. I've suggested a hundred bucks a trade. All money goes to charity. That's so good. There'd be so much money involved if that was the case. <laughs> oh. Imagine Shooter. Should be broke. <laughs> I'd be three grand down for sure. Shooter, he would be five grand down for sure. Sixty-two trades. <laughs> All right. So, uh, next question is actually pretty good one. I'm talking of value again, and it, the two guys mids. And edges. So Josh Curran, he's a mid edge, 563K. Very cheap, actually. Another guy's cheap, Victor Radley at 578K. Andy, you're a big fan of both. I'll kick off with you. <laughs> Who presents both better value? Why are you asking him? <laughs> I, I just want to see if he actually gives me a real answer. Yeah, Curran has, has actually played a lot of uh, 80 minute edge, or not a lot. I think he's played five edges, five games of edge on the. On, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Five games, eighty minutes on the edge of an average of sixty-three fantasy points. So he has formed a good combination with Walshie, but I think with Radley, he's just been there and done that. 
Uh, and the thing he has at overcurrent is his stability. The lock position's his, and he's been playing great as well. So it, it is hard for me to split because I do love, <laughs> love a bit of, of current, but, uh, and he is on my fantasy side. But he has got a high ceiling, I think. But I think Rads might have it just with the consistency of, uh, these, of all the injuries as well because you look at his scores in the start of the season, he's got 30s, 40s, not that good, but he's really hitting some form now coming into finals, especially after fixing his tackle technique from giving everyone bloody coat hangers. So I think he wins, unfortunately, wow. for my boy Curran. Corbs, can you believe this? Like, yeah, this I, mate, when, you, I when I saw this question, I was like, oh, we're going to have to bloody hear Andy rave on yeah, about it. You thought Curran. you'd give me a layup. You thought you were going to uh, give me a layup. I think Andy knows that I was setting him up and he went reverse yeah, psychology on me. <laughs> Come on, Cope Curran now. Come on. It's, it's unlike Andy, who's been very lippy since he finished uh, minor premier in our draft comp. Uh, very lippy. I'll, I'll jump into this one. Mine's mine's not too far off what um, Andy had. He's in around 1921. He had those 80 minute performances, and you got to think he's got to play 80 minutes again with JWH out, Crichton gone for three games, and they. You look at their bench. There's I know that um, a couple of them have been playing in the middle, but they're three specialist edges and Lockie Lamb. So that's only good signs for Radley. <sighs> In the next couple of weeks, he's got to play big minutes. And, yeah, yeah I think he's like average of 67 in his last two 80-minute games, which is only around 19-21, so nice. pretty recent. So oh. Rads gets it for me too. All right, two for Rads. Jamie, are you going to jump on the Radley bandwagon? Oh, I think I think so. You're creating a delightful narrative here. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like the, he's, the only, he's the only Roostart that hasn't played that many games. So that all makes it the Crichton and um, JWH. With them being out, he's he's got to play big minutes, doesn't he? And yeah, you'd have to those, think with that average, like he's had one. Was it last six games? He had one under fifty, under fifty six, fifty two, um, which was that fifty minute game, you know, like two two games ago. So he'll be great. I think Curran will also be great. He'll he should be playing eighty minutes because they've got all the you know they got Tohu out. So someone's got to play that role. Um, but yeah, let's jump on the Radley train. Just wow, <laughs> fun Boy, to watch. Boys, I mean, love, I love Curran in his head gear too. He looks great. Yeah, I think he does too. Boys, I'm going to... He's a crowd favourite. I'm going to jump on the wagon so we get one of these. Yeah. <laughs> Just all over. All right, boys, this is going to be huge, especially back into the season with no Cleary. These points that we're getting from captains and picking the right captain at the right time is just huge. So, Jamie, I'll start with you. Captaincy, what's on your mind for round 22? Um, I always get scared of picking a fullback, but you can't really go past Tommy, can you? Tommy, DCE... And then you go Payne Haas. I think they're my three still. You can pick for feed up, but I think he's already named on the bench. So you're just assuming he's on the bench. So there's a bunch of guys there. I think he could average sixty. Yeah, for there's sure. no clear, no clear, clear anymore. Well. So sad when he went down. Andy, how many tries are Tommy Turbo going to put on power this week? Oh well, <laughs> geez, he, he did pump us last last game. He had 99 points against us. So I I can't see any reason why he can't do that plus more, especially with our solid hooker out. Um, our form is horrendous. So, yeah, I think Tommy Turbo is the man. It was it was Haas last week because of the whole Melbourne factor, but yeah, uh, Tom, Tommy's back in captain. It's going to hurt me, but every every score he tries, I've got to cry a little. One of one of joy. <laughs> it was funny listening to the cheese today and him talking about the prep for the Manly Melbourne game, and he reckons Melbourne have never studied a player more in his time at the club. Uh, and he still scored 62 <laughs> fantasy points on the weekend, and they're the best in the business. So you can only he see 
Yeah, it's going to be a giant human, isn't he? And mate, that that 130. If they didn't take him off against Cronulla, he could score 200. I reckon. Like he was just playing with them at times. But Corbs, big round for you. You want to kind of crack that top 500? Who are you going? Uh, again, I I think Turbo. I I just hate to be. I remember when I didn't own him early on because I was like, no, nah, his hemis won't last. <laughs> I think I lasted maybe two games and then I just had to jump on him. But not having him because he did hit the ground running and just seeing how easily he racked up the points, it uh, hurt. So I, it's like those non-Cleary owners and I was lucky enough to get on him first up. I think Turbo's the one here. The other one though that you sort of pointed this one out and now it's backfired because you're playing against Dave is Ponga, Ponga yeah. who scored 90-odd, nearly tunned up against the Sharks last time he played. And he's he's due. Surely he's due. I mean, if his ribs are maybe a little bit better now, um, yeah, I, I expect him to go big. Oh, that's a good choice. He, he regularly hits those 90 hundreds against Cronulla. There's something he likes about us. But, yeah, hopefully he just waits a week. Let's just hope that. <laughs> Jamie. That Jamie, Hello. with your trades, uh, yes. would you consider going the two for Cleary, like downgrading to a um, – if he's named, like game two, so it's pretty early on? I don't think I can. Yeah, okay. It's just like an extra – you need an extra 500. Even if I go, what, 700 down to 228, it's tough. It's like I think I'd be yeah. just done, that kind of thing. But it, I, I, if I could, I think I, I would probably try. Well, yeah. I just have too many out. Like I've got – I said I got Fogs, Lolo, Crichton, and I picked up Reed Marnie this week, of course. So there's four, which means I, I'd be lucky to even have a good 16 if I did that. So yeah, yeah. do it. But if you can, I would be for sure. Jamie, I reckon you're pretty close to where Corby is on the ladder. What, what are your rank at the moment? No, he's nine, got me. 940 now. Okay, no. Oh, no, okay, no. I was watching. Our people's, our people's squad's killing it. We got five trades left and ranked 540. So Yeah, no, I was watching that video, sorry, today. Yeah. And then. Yeah, geez, the people squad's going to have five trades. It's come pretty good that we've got. There's been heaps of um, suspensions and injuries this week, so we can. Oh kill yeah, it. yeah, licking your lips. <laughs> yeah. Is there is there certain blokes or girls that um, sort of contribute more than others, like really riding it? Because I'm I'm imagining a lot of people involved in that. Their team suck and are gone. Yeah, <laughs> and so now they they really are just living through the people's team, claiming as their own. Yeah, um, it was definitely a lot more comments. Yeah, it's obviously slowing down as the yeah people stop playing. Um, but yeah, there's definitely the, the the standard people that are that are in there loving it. So yeah, they're good. Nice. All right, boys and girls, let's move on. Hey, Tico, who was your captain, by the way? Were you gonna are you gonna stick with Tommy Turbo? Oh yeah, Tommy Turbo's again? back. <laughs> He's back this week, baby. He's hitting 120 this week. I need you. I need you. All right, let's move on to some audience questions. Thank you to everyone that sent that through on social media. Do that on a weekly basis. You've got, what, three weeks to go after this. So please do get involved, but let's kick things off. Jamie, let's start with Dr. Cameron Webb. He wants to know, any reasons to keep Nico Hines? He's got a lot of trades like yourself. He's got four. And he wants to move to maybe Cam Murray or Kalen Ponga. What's your thoughts on that one? It's a no-brainer. Do it. <laughs> Nico's going to keep playing 45 minutes and... Yeah, he might get 41 game or, you know, 25, 30, but, um, yeah, do it. If you have, if you, I deal with Crichton and Marnie and all those guys first, but yeah, Nico, get it, get rid of him. He's, he's, he's done his job. He's done well. Yeah. Corby, I've seen you. You've been crying. Look at you. 
As soon as he said Nico's getting 45, I saw your head go down. Oh, I know he is. It, it's, I've already good win, Justin, in draft. If you two uh, bow out the first week of finals, I'm going to be laughing. <laughs> Why? Because we're going to oh, I've already, I already know I'm gone. As soon as I've seen the team list, there, there was a glimmer of hope. It was very small. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm done with those two splitting time. Hurts. If that isn't the biggest con- early conceit I've heard. <laughs> yeah, is this week one of the finals now? Yeah, it is. Yeah, week one. Who, who's got who? I've got, uh, I finished sixth, so I've got seventh. And then Corbs finished eighth, fifth. Uh, he's playing eighth. And then Andy finished first, so he's got fourth. On you, Andy. With the, with the extra chance. <laughs> All right. Another one for you, Jamie. Thomas Hickey. He wants to know who to go for. There's three good choices. All three in good form. Frizzell, Luciana Leilua, or Adam Fanua Blake? I'll be going Frizz. Just has had the better average the last few years. Um, good one on the weekend, I believe, as well. He's yeah. kind of he's kind of back back into his rhythm as well, and the team's going to play better. He's more chance of scoring tries, I think. Um, Lucy, I picked, I got rid of him about a month ago, so that was good. <laughs> Everyone wants to pick him up now. <laughs> I know that I had that weird period where when Lucy Matto, who else did I have? Chan, they all started playing really terribly for about three weeks there. Yeah, and I was like, all right, who do I who do I decide to move on and. Luckily, I, that week I chose Lucy. I think he got he scored a try and got fifty four. CHN got a hundred and Matto got seventy five. I was like, oh yeah, pick the right one. But then he's got <laughs> what ninety on the weekend, Lucy. So yeah, uh, but yeah, definitely frizz over over those guys. Nice. All right, Corby, Jimmy. He wants to know he's got a week off in head to head finals. He's got three trades left though. Now he's got Angus Crichton and Nico Hines in his side. He wants to use one trade this week on Hines. And he'll have three left for the last two rounds. That doesn't really make sense with your mats. But two left. Yeah, two left yeah. with his mats. Not very good. Must have been general mats there for him. But <laughs> what's your thoughts on this, mate? No, yeah, I think he said he could ride Hines and look at the price change and then just have three for the last two rounds. But I'd probably look to make one. But like we were saying before, or I was saying before, he's got to look at Storm first game. If there was to be a Swifty, there's still hope. <laughs> as, you are writing narrative. Over. Stop it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Crichton won't lose money. So Hines has to be the one you, you punt. Depending, like like we said before, get any of those big guns in, but Ponga, Teddy or Dewey uh, would be some of the ones that I would look to be bringing in. Probably Ponga just with um, his history track record against the Sharkies. If money isn't an issue, you could, could probably – maybe look to hold just with um, the injuries and suspensions lately. But, yeah, I'd probably just go Hines and get him out of there. He's going to lose more cash. I think his break-even was 90-odd, 92. And I, I think he's got the same role again, which hurts. Yeah. All right, Andy Clifford Stone, he wants to know what to do with Reed Marnie, Angus Crichton, and CHN. He's got four trades to go, mate. Geez, the four trades is good. Because what my suggestion would be, you could either go the Mahani's a must sell, so you go him and either sell him and Crichton for a decent scoring hooker like a Grant and Cook, and take a chance with those two. Yep. Or my personal favourite would be the cash down to Joey Lussick, and then you can get a, a high scoring edge. You can get a Papali, a Fafita, or a Murray if you haven't got them. So that would be my sort of recommendation. Because and with with CHN, you never know what, what Ricky's going to do. But I think he's a he's not urgent this week. He's because he's actually playing on the bench. So I'd say just wait till next week. Mm. And disclaimer: 
Joey Lusick is not in Andy's draft team. So this is actually good. This is actually good advice. Don't, I, I tried to get him in, but uh, a player, a player has been team already, hoarding hoard, hookers. All right, next one, Jamie, our great mate Josh Fru Fruy. He wants to know who's your ratings for your top three centres in NRL fantasy right now. Thankfully, I've had Manu this whole time. He's been absolutely yeah. on the nice. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I, I thought it was an average decision, and then he's what he's probably averaging sixty odd the last what seven or eight games. Um, he's he's got to be I don't know if he's number one, but him, Ramian, and Jack Bird just over Avrilo, who now gets the seven roll back to do what he wants. He's he should average well again. Um, there you four, clear. Um, oh, you and Aikens there possibly, mm. but will he move back to centers? We don't know. So the other guys have got to clear. Roles in their team. Um, they're, they're three or four. Probably until what three weeks ago, Jamie. You reckon we didn't have any good centres at all, right? And now, next leading yeah. into this next year, with Burden going to the Bulldogs and Dewey probably going to be a six permanently. We got those two as superstars. <laughs> I hope so. And then you just talked about the the guys next to them as well with Jules, and there's going to be Jules centres everywhere next year. It's going to be pretty mad. Do you think that they'll get named as Jules like yeah. Burton? I don't- Absolutely. I don't think Abrilo will. Burton might because he played most of his game, most of his season this year at centre. Yeah, he will. So don't see like, why he doesn't. Yeah, I'd assume he Abrilo. definitely would be in the half position. Burton will. So Abrilo won't. Dewey will. Yeah, Abrilo won't. He hasn't played a single game there. But you'll probably get Bird there for sure, and then you yep. get Aiken there for sure. Aiken will probably get flagged as edge in the next few weeks as well. Is there any more changes you reckon in the next for Jules, or is that done? That's done for this year. For this year, but, but he'll, yeah. he'll get counted. For yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they carry it over for next year. Yeah. So, even if Ed their roles have changed. Yeah. So, Dallin Watani's Lesnak got one game. So, does that mean Aiken goes back to centre with Murchie on the bench? Yeah, possibly. They've run out of players, haven't they? I'm yeah. That, that. I mean, Aiken's been killing it there, but it's just he's probably better on the as centre than Murchie. Well, they've, they've got Peter oh, Hickey yeah. and that new guy, Villame, whatever his name is, or Villy. Oh, I've got Adam Pompey there at the moment, so Aiken's still there at second row. Okay, nice. Yeah, and then any um, news they'll bring in that there on Api Corusio? While you're there, no, no, nah, nah, not yet. Oh, I see. Um, Gagai would be another one that I'd throw in the mix for centers. Gagai, oh, yeah, he true. seems to, he'd probably round out that top five. But yeah, they're that they're, after that, it's daylight, isn't it? Yeah, Gagai's yeah. so fantasy relevant. He went years scoring like twenties and thirties, and now he's just on. Just form, form galore. He's let he's left his Origin jersey underneath. Thank God, he's a great player, <laughs> absolute great player. Corby, next. Hey, it's it's a left edge, left edge. Yeah, yeah, left edge strong. What are they? Left side strong side. Left side right? strong side. <laughs> One uh, of the best. Alex movies. Johnson has the best job in the game. Absolutely, Corbs. Next question's for you now, uh, Jordan. He wants to sell Reed Money and Angus Crichton. What's the better combo? He wants Lusick to, and Tommy Turbo or Grant. Sorry, Harry Grant and Cam Murray. Ooh, that's a good little Ooh, question there, That is mate. good. Uh, I, looking at their averages, just going off um, Grant playing 60 minutes, and the, I have Lusick here averaging 50. I know I gave him 45 earlier, so as I was getting these questions out, I've given him an extra five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and maybe that was just to help with my narrative here. And that gets yeah, them I was going to say that. It gets points. them at 120 each, just going off their averages, but... The potential that has Tommy average seventy, but the potential for him to go bigger and an easy captain choice, I think it's uh, a must for the Lusick Tommy. If Grant played eighty, 
Uh, it'll be a tougher decision, but he's, I don't think Grant is going to play 80, so I'm going to stick with the um, Tommy and Lussie. Nice. All right, Jamie, next question. Tardy, he's got two trades left, and he wants to know, would you be getting rid of Tyrone Peachy? What a fall from grace that one was. It was it? He was our gun center, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I suppose it just depends how many issues you got. If you've got no issues, then, then yeah, do it. But you'd need, like, at least 18 strong players, yeah, not just playing the 17 each week. I just feel like it's a bit, probably a bit of a luxury trade because he's only well, he's 430K. Like, yep. if he was 600, 700 and this, you, know, you knew he was going to get 25, 30 points every week, then yeah, but he hasn't got too much more money to lose and I'd probably almost save it. Yeah. I don't know. Ah, good advice. Yeah. That's the way I'll be going for sure. Yeah. All right, Andy, next question. Matt Sinden, he wants to know your best pod in the mid-edge position. Now, he's got a, a fair good list of players. Now, he's got Payne Haas, Adam Fenua Blake, your boy Ipup, Cameron Murray, David Fafita, and Ryan Madison. Price doesn't matter to this guy. <laughs> yeah, how much money does he have? He's got money. <laughs> is this a fake team where he's just added? He's just keen for whoever will score the most. So this guy's. Do you a see million. those guys on Facebook and stuff where they they have like nine hundred k in the bank? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I think they think they can buy houses and cars with their money. Like, seriously, <laughs> it's still not enough in the shop. <laughs> for sure. Now, no. Andy, what's your thoughts? Yeah, if he wants pods, I've sort of stuck around the. The five percent ownership. Um, there's late Luciano Le Lua has a, a bit of a smoky. His last five game average of sixty four. Um, AFB could go big, especially with Lodge out. He's had a couple of good scores: 72, 76, 52, 57. It really depends on his minutes, so so with Lodge out for two games, you could get some more minutes. Um, consistent scorer Josh Jackson. Uh, he's under five five percent. Last five game average of fifty nine, but or, or what um what Jamie said with Tyson Frizzell, I think he's had a couple of fifty scores, but he, he has got um some high scores this season. Mm. It between it be between Louis Lua and Frizzell. Uh, I'll just go Louis Lua for a bit of a difference. Nice <laughs> for the real pod. I like it. <laughs> now, Jamie, next question is from Charles Walters. He wants to know your thoughts on the hooker and half conundrum. Now, he's got Reed Marnie, which out, sorry, and that leaves him with Jaden Braley and Verrills. Now, he's not happy. So he's, <laughs> he wants to know, is it even worth running Brails? Now, he's also got DCE, Uzi, and the other thing, he likes Toby Sexton. So, and then he, he's just blowing up here, Charles. He goes, where's Cleary? <laughs> he goes, can go to Lusick, Cleary. Use and cook. So it's a question and a dummy spit at the same time. Yeah. That last one sounds nice. We could leave it at that. He goes, or Hughes and cook. That sounds pretty strong. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. If you can go straight to that, that'd be great. Um, yeah, the only, yeah, I think I was just trying to look before. The only two options I see at nine, really, I think like with Grant just being not sure, like he, you know, if he goes really well in his 50, 60 minutes, he's going to get 50-odd. But if he doesn't have a great game, which I'm sure he might have one, he might get 30 or 40 points. So I only see Cook. I actually think Joey's here. There you too. Cook or Joey Lustig, if you want them. Or you can just play Braley. But, yeah, Hughes and Cook, just leave it at that, I think. <laughs> Jamie, just with Fogarty, because I know that you've got him on the bench, <laughs> and we've all seen how well Toby Sexton has played. But given their scenario where they are on the ladder, do you think the first game the Titans lose, which could be this week, they've got a big game 
against the top eight team this week. Do you think it will be they lose Sexton go straight out of the team? Who knows? Hey, I feel like he's played really well. You could probably lose um, Taylor, couldn't you? But I could, Is that yeah. a smart play, hey? Like, I don't know how he keeps staying in that team, to be honest. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, he's a decent player, but just not, not – hasn't been his best for a few years. And I think Foggs has had – you know, he has his off game, but he has a lot of great games too. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm personally just going to keep him for that reason, that I think there's a chance that he could come back for sure. And, if, you know, one injury, one loss – whatever it is, you know, you can come straight in. Whereas, you know, the other guys who've got injuries and stuff, they're the easy trade-outs. But, yeah, it's a bit of, it's an annoying one. I was kind of counting on him because he was scoring really well before he had that injury, so. He's a mid-50s player, isn't it? You just don't want to lose those sort of guys. No, exactly. When they could come back next week, and it usually happens, you trade them out and they, they come back. So Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's the game, the great game we all love. True, true. What's that word you use? Trade. What are they? <laughs> <laughs> Did you lose them in round 18 or yeah, <laughs> it was it was what three weeks ago. It's quite wow. lovely. We, we haven't had a trade since lockdown started, pretty much. How are you ranked so well? <laughs> guns, just guns. luck. Nah. Yeah, I'm only nice. I'm still four thousand. <laughs> All right, F- fight my way back <laughs> with no trades. <laughs> Next question, Jared Luck. He wants to know. He's down to his last trade. This is going to be very important here, Corbs. Now, he's got Reed Marnie. He's going to definitely get rid of him. Now, his options, he's, he's looking for your advice on Josh Jackson, Cameron Murray, or Ryan Madison. He's given up. He's another one blowing up. He's given up on his backup hooker. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the risk that comes with the minimal or no trades here. Also yeah. love um, Jared. He does uh, stir the pot on a few um, yeah, he does. Uh, fantasy sites, so <laughs> I do enjoy that, so keep it up. Um <clears throat> Murray with his last five games, he has to – he's averaged 70. So he's sort of probably – it's him or Madison at the moment. Jackson's safe, but I know he's got the big minutes with the the mids depleted there, but I still have him hitting that sort of 50 to 60, and he's just not going to get any attack to take him to the next level. Madison, I didn't realise Madison had been scoring so well. I've got him in my classic, but mm. his uh, five-game average is 64. So he's not far behind Murray. But again, I just don't see him getting any attack with their run. Murray's on the back of a very dominant bunnies. So I'm going Murray by the nod of the head at the line. I like it. All right, next one. Andy, do you want me to jump on that halfback one with you? Did you say you didn't have time to cover that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the question from Ton Lennon, he want, he doesn't have use or DCE, but he would like Mitchell Pierce, Munster, or Reynolds, and he wants to know if they're going to be better options than the, the first two. Andy, you take it away, and I'll jump in after you're done. Yeah, I think it's a no. I don't think Pierce, Munster, or Reynolds will be a better option than Hughes or DCE, DCE being the favourite for me. Um, his last couple of seasons, he hasn't really been rested. And he actually has some decent scoring um, capabilities towards the end of the season. So I think he's still the star half, especially without Cleary. Um, but I don't think Pierce, he hasn't been scoring that well. Hasn't had that much game time. Uh, Munster, he has been scoring well lately, but he's still good for a 30-40, which DC doesn't do. So, yeah, I don't know. What's about your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm with you. DCE, Manly's position on the ladder will mean he won't get rested unless something miraculous happens. He's the best gun half in there right now, so he'd be top one. Use I'm worried that he's going to get rested in these next four weeks, carrying a calf injury, 
And then you think their ladder position probably gives them a little bit of latitude. He's pretty much he's played every game at part one. He's just got rested in one game. He got another calf injury. So I expect him to get rested in these next four weeks. Mitchell Pierce, too much risk with his injury. He's just way too injury prone. Reynolds is probably a safe bet because he's playing in a great team. And there's probably no real reason for him to get rested, but it still could. And then probably your left field one. And me and Cole's been talking about this guy for a while. It's Manny Money Munster. If I had to go between Munster and Hughes right now, given that he's come back from his foot injury really, really well, and there's probably no real reason to rest him, probably except for that last round maybe, he'd be my second choice. But given the scenario, DCE is probably the least likely to get rested, and he's scoring the best. So I think that's probably a no-brainer a little bit there. Any thoughts on that? I saw you nodding your head on those ones, Jamie. You agree for that one? Yeah, DCE would be your, your biggest one. I think the, the Hughes thing is really the only one that's played the whole year for him. Yeah. So I, I definitely think he'll get rested at least one game. Yeah. Totally. Which is fair enough. Yeah. How, how many points clear are they on the ladder? Uh, it really matters Storm, one or two. two. Hey? Storm yeah, they're, they're, they're two points, but they're like 170 points difference, different um, to the Panthers as well. So it almost gives them two wins ahead. I think it's really just more to who, who they want to play because they don't get home home ground advantage. So think, yeah, well, yeah. I, I think the the Bunnies and Panthers are two two like they're playing each other first week. So it's whoever scrapes in fourth have got the Storm, which is pretty um, enticing. First yeah. week Storm's, <laughs> Storm's got a pretty good run too. They've got Raiders, but it might be tough this week. But Titans, Para, then Sharks. So I love how we say Para is a nice run. <laughs> no, <laughs> it is. They're done. They're done. At that. How quick did that change? <laughs> Oh, oh, I love it. Now, Jamie, I'm going to go back into my cockroach hole. <laughs> Jamie, next question is from Usman. He's looking to sell out Connor Watson and Reed Marnie. He's another one with lots of money in the bank, rich bastard, 147K. So he wants to know suggestions on people to get for both Watson and Marnie. What's what over again? He's got 500 now. 600. Okay. So we've got, we've got plenty of cash. Really, you can get anyone in the 700s bracket. So... Um, again, Cook's, Cook's a good option if you're looking for a hooker. Um, I do really think Munster's a good option, like you were saying, TK. Uh, scoring really well. And I think, yeah, I think uh, Hughes has more chance of getting rested, which would be good. But, um, yeah, it's the Murrays. It's all the guys we've been talking about. Just pick two of your favourites in that 700K range and, and go from there. Just pick, you know, make sure if, you, if it is your, your last two trades. No, not sure. Um, yeah, he probably only has a couple of trades left. So make sure you have cover in every position. Um, and go from there. Pick the best, best lead, you know, in each position. Nice, boy, boys. Uh, Appy got done for one week. Okay, All nice. Right. You know who represented him tonight? His coach. Yeah, Cleary. Because... They said, well, the the breaking thing said Appy found guilty, but Ivan Cleary couldn't have done anything more. I was reading a bit of the live update on the uh, NRL app, and he made some good points. I don't think Appy should have got a week. <laughs> you know what? They approached the guy that the gun lawyer that represents all the big guys. And he told them today there's no chance that he could get him off. And they still decided to proceed with it. <laughs> what? Surely you're back the, back the lawyer there. Yeah, so that's why Ivan Cleary. He thought he was a lawyer. But obviously he's been watching too much Suits in, in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Give his Harvey Spectre. Corby, fan favourite. I did this intentionally. Flogsy. Now, yeah, fellow, fellow Nova Castrian. Yep. <laughs> 
I wanted to stick you two together. Two trades left for Flogsy. He's got lots of money too. What's Flogsy Gee, doing? Gee, 410. 410k. He could buy Newcastle for 410k. <laughs> now, Reed Marnie and Angus Crichton. He wants to go. I don't know. I don't even know if this is like a G up. He wants to go to Dom Young. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, no, he's going to go Dom Young to Cam Murray. Can go. Upgrade. Okay. Oh, that's wow. why he's because he's got the 410k. So he's got. Oh, money. gotcha. Okay. I'm Easy. just going, going blind. Going blind. Can go Dom Young to Pretty Boy Murray. Thank God. And then either Reed Marnie to Harry Grant or Joey Lussick. Now he can or Lussick or Cook. And he wants to sit Jaden Bradley at nine, and he can let Marnie stem me down like City with one trade left <laughs> as a safety net. Flogsy, <laughs> reduce your question size. Yeah, so do you want me? You like you don't speak nah, Novacastrian because you read that out way too difficult. I thought that was in so French or something. Essentially, he's got four ten k. He's uh, he wants to get rid of Marnie and Crichton. Uh, he's going to go Dom Young to Pretty Boy Murray and then either Murray to Grant Lussick or Cook, but he could also just sit with um, Browse at nine mm. and uh, let Marnie stare at him like Sini with his one trade as a safety net. <laughs> I think I, I'd almost, just going off what's been happening, I, I'd definitely pull the trigger on uh, Young to Murray. I, I, unless Tuala hurts himself, he's literally just got to do the Alex Johnson and catch and put the ball down on the second best left edge in the comp. Yep. And that's a bit of a narrative because I have Tuala in the draft team. <laughs> <laughs> Are you coming up with a book, a book later in the season? or You'd have to um, think, you'd have to think <laughs> Gorby, Dom Young to Cam Murray would be the greatest upgrade in the history of... Oh, that's huge. Yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> unreal. Uh, but the way things are going with injuries, I'd actually, because you're not going to lose money on Marnie, I'd just sit... Browse should hopefully he's going to play eighty minutes. Hopefully, hit a minimum of forty. I know he hit a thirty-six man in his last game, but surely you get a forty, maybe a fifty if you're lucky out of him, and then you get one more week a look at injuries, restings, who knows what. Like it has been the last three weeks, it has been chaotic. Like you think you're good, and then Lola's injured Tuesday morning. Like it's it's been nuts. It's it has been uh, quite funny seeing people blow up and just saying they're going um, <laughs> to look to next out. year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I would, I would sit. I'll just do the the young to Murray, and that gives you um, the one trade left, and you can just sort of sit next week. Nice. I reckon make, make the two trades and give yourself an early shower. I feel great, guys. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> no, have you guys got seventeen this week? Like good uh, players. I do. Oh, not good players, but seventeen. I've got, yeah, I just feel in Lockie Croker. That's all right. I've got 16 good players in Will Kennedy. I'm going to try oh, and right. loop between Will Kennedy and CHN. So we'll see who works out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've got, right. I've got to work out who I've got to loop between Hines, Peachy, Simmonson, and Verrills. <laughs> no, they're not good options. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> I know. I know. But Mate, what are you doing rolling your whole team? Like, <laughs> Well, that, that no. So I've got 16 goods. And then it's they're, they're the the leftovers, like sitting down on my and Crichton's <laughs> down there as well. I like that. I like that. So, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be and interesting. You, and you can't get any of them out of your team with your last trade. That's that's a big. No, problem that's done. Too. I've pulled the trigger. Yeah. Murray's already in there, sitting pretty up the top. 
So, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. If I can get a 40 out of one of them, I'm laughing. <laughs> hey, if I didn't have any trades this week, I'd only have 15 players. Yeah, yeah. right. Jeez. I've got three cash outs and then the three injuries. Damn. <laughs> suspension. We've still got restings to worry about, TK. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do we what? Now, next question, Jamie, for you. Kerrod, Kerrod List, he wants to know, he's got Reed Money as well and Angus Crichton. He's wanting to trade to either DCE or Turbo, but can only get one. Now, he's got six hundred. <laughs> he's got six hundred and fifty-eight. He's got a a mansion deposit in the bank, and he's got so he can go to DCE or six hundred and two k with Turbo. He's leading towards DCE and Frizzell with the Knights soft draw, and potentially Turbo getting rested in games. What's your thoughts on all of this? Yeah. <laughs> Done. That'll work. I don't know. What's the other option for 602K? I suppose you go on Curran or Radley. Mm. So would you go DCE? Was it DCE? Yeah. Yeah. DCE yep. and, and Frizzell would be better than Turbo and Radley? Just? Yeah. Yeah. But you don't. Know, think, it's pretty tight. Either way, it's going to work. I can't it see Turbo tight. getting rested. There's no. Yeah, I, chasing. I can't see him getting rested. They're chasing top four. Yeah. And and like I said, they're trying to keep the workload on his actual hamstring, which is a strange thing. But it's bloody working out brilliantly. So whoever yeah. the physio is for um, Tommy Turbo, keep keep doing your thing. Hundred percent. Now he's just not drinking alcohol. That's why. <laughs> that's true, right? He gave it up, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's true. Actually, yeah. he did after that uh, race with old Harry. I yeah. can't wait till like you know when he retires one day and he just says, "Yeah, it didn't hurt my hemi in the shower." <laughs> <laughs> The book will come out. The Tommy oh, Turbo podcast. book. It's one page. <laughs> Didn't run in the shower. The immortal Tommy Turbo. Yeah. Surely, if Manly don't make the grand final, they source this Harry guy out and they race at the grand final as a pre, as a pre-game or a halftime entertainment thing. <laughs> live, no, live from the actual Manly. Actually, he doesn't have to be. They're going to race on the on the betjamin. At Had Manly. to be uh, ten beers deep, though. That's that's oh. part of the fear. I think that's how Harry won. I and the rest got him. <laughs> Tommy Brah. All right, Andy. Next one from Fox Fox Jonah. He wants to know best edge to pick up this week, and who do you rate higher out of Damian Cook and Kalen Ponga? Uh, best edge is the is the one the corporate picked up. Cam the Muzz. I think he's just too good. You notice his stats. He's just a beast. So, and he's also great just for having that mid cover as well, especially coming to uh, all these injuries. So, yeah, he's he's definitely the best edge to pick up for me. Um, I, I prefer Pong over Cook purely because he's got a high ceiling. Um, Cook hasn't been delivering this year, and Ponga's run is just too good. Uh, I think he can finally with Pierce and Best back, and then trying to get a bit more combination happening, which is weird trying to get combination happening towards the end of the season, but <laughs> that's what they're having to do. So. Yeah, I think Ponga is, like Corby said, I think he's due. Next week. All right, <laughs> final question of the night. And, Jamie, you can jump in with Corbs as well. Hanzo, he is for you for Corbs to start off with. Ranking your order, so like all of us, we're struggling to get 17 good players. So this is for the final bench spot. Either Watson, Sammy Verrills, or Shawnee Bloor. Rank him for me, Corbs. Yeah, you you would loop this too, obviously, if he can. But I would be going Bloor just with the eighty minute. Look, he's got eighty the last two games, and he's who got someone get injured with them in their Garner. Oh no, uh, no, not recently. No. Anyway, I, I think he's sort of 
Well, they haven't been doing anything too bad. So, yeah, he should get the 80. And their opposition this week is Cowboys with no Lolo now. So, I didn't have a look at who's the edges for the Cowboys. Helam, oh, Lukey, and Condon, um, ben, ben Condon. Condon. They don't even have okay. centers this week. They've got that young bloke, Azzy, and they've got Dejan. the hooker. Yeah. What's his name again? At least Lukey's <laughs> yeah. good. Cotter. Who? Cotter yeah. is in the centers. No, no, no. The other guy. No, no. Um, Oh, no, you're oh Granville. 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 Big hair guy. Yeah. Yeah, so... Best I, I fullback think... in the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's probably a better fullback than he's a hooker. So, yeah, he's got <laughs> a 49, <laughs> 49 average for his last two games, second row. So he'd be my number one. Verrills is at number three. I'm going a bit, but it's going to sort of explain. It's safe emergency. I wouldn't be putting him on the bench. He's got that 35 average, 40 at best, just with the minutes he's got. And that were, leaves me at Watson, who is a bit of a risky one at number two, just with his minutes. But I think he'll outscore Verrills. But I don't know how well he'll score to sort of outscore Bloor. Okay. He's no. due for a big score this week, especially for my draft team. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, rank for Hanzo out of the final spot on his bench. Watson, Verrills, and Bloor. Exact same order. Bloor would be the safest, close like close to fifty. Watson could go thirty or seventy, and Verrills will just be sticking in between thirty and forty. So I'd go, well, yeah, one, two, three, like that. Beautiful. I'm hoping Watson goes big because I've got him. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, we've reached an hour. And we are done. Well done. So I think we get a tick for that one, do we? Oh, you want to tick? Nice work. Can we get a? Can we get a? How good is that, Blake? <laughs> no, no. How good is this bloke? How good is this bloke? <laughs> I, need to tone. I need to tell a message tone to that. That's what I need. Nice. Well, Jamie, appreciate you joining us. Everyone, get following his YouTube channel, NRL Fantasy Analysis. He's got daily content and highly recommended. I always, me and Corbs, particularly, always tune in every day. Yeah, you always round out my week for the uh, the things I listen to in terms of fantasy because <laughs> it, it's good. I, it just pop, I've got it to pop up now. Just on the phone. Um, if I'm driving, usually I'll just listen to it. But the odd one the other day, I caught you yeah. with the, the guns out, the singlet. So any so, of the female <laughs> listeners, uh, get, can get we, involved and can go we get a request? Yeah, we want to request that you wear more singlets, mate. So was the camera was the camera more like this when he had the singlet on? No, Jay, you haven't had any. Uh, haven't anyone reach out to to get a date any of the uh, fantasy community? So it'll happen one day. Three date rule, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jamie, thank you for jumping in again, mate. We'll have to do a little bit more collab during the off-season and get you back on again next year because you've always got some great insights, mate, and we do appreciate you jumping on, man. Thanks, Ledger. It's good to see you again. Been a while. Yeah. Cheers, Jamie. It was good. Stay safe, uh, mate. Night. Be soon. Be soon in 2027. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. If we can get out before Christmas, we'll have a Talking League Chrissy party somewhere for sure. Sounds good, man. Have a good night. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. Andy, Corby, all the best of luck this week. And I'll be speaking, hopefully, with all all of the smiling on Sunday night, eh? Say uh, bye to Brucey Buffer for me as well. (laughs) Good luck with your your first round. Thank you, Jamie. See you, ladies and gentlemen. See See you guys.